0: hey what's up guys thank you for joining me today my name is dr tom lehue this is my channel we talk about all kinds of things to do with the enneagram i want to thank you guys for tuning in today thank you for subscribing thank you to my patrons i really appreciate your support and your help and uh, in my description below is my website i do coaching appointments for people to help them understand more about themselves more about their relationships to be more present to life more present to their relationships more compassionate So uh, information is there if you want to check on it. Anyway, today I want to talk to you about type nines. Again, you may say, why are we doing so many videos on type nines? Well, nines, you know, they have an interesting place on the Enneagram. Um, They sit at the top looking down on the rest of us and uh, nines can sometimes lose themselves. And so nines tend to be interested in trying to, uh, you know, find out what's missing or find out What maybe they haven't been paying attention to often, you know, there's a paradox with the nine, the nine wants people to listen to them and take them seriously, yet they don't necessarily listen to themselves and take themselves seriously. And so uh, nine's often leaning in saying help me understand what's going on, you know, help me understand who I am and, and what I'm here on earth for and and so we want to help you guys, uh, help the nines uh, again today with this video. And um, I think I'm going to title it something like Nines Stay in the Hundred Acre Wood, you know. Uh, nines in the Hundred Acre Wood. That's probably what it'll be. Of course, you already know because you clicked on it and it had a title. But I'm just thinking of this while I'm, while I'm talking about it. So what do I mean by nines being in the Hundred Acre Wood? <laughs> okay, well, nines, you know, Who's the most famous nine of all, right? Who's the most famous nine of all? Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Winnie the Pooh is a nine. Okay, and you know, life happens to a nine, right? So they, not really, but I mean, nines kind of perceive life that way, like it's happening to them. So Winnie the Pooh wakes up and he goes out into the 100-acre wood, you know, and he's kind of hoping that somehow honey will just show up, that honey will just show up in his life. He'll turn a corner or stick his head in a tree, and there'll be a big pot of honey, and and uh, you could say he's focused on comfort, right? Focused on comfort, focused on uh, peace and harmony, and, uh, and, he, and he lives in the 100-acre wood. Okay, so nines. All right, here's the deal. You guys, I think it's helpful to think like this. There's two worlds that exist. Okay, there's the world of the 100-acre wood, your world, the nine world, and then there's the world that the rest of us live in. Okay, so all the other types live out here in the world of stress. We live in the world of anxiety. All the other types live in the world of fear, anger, envy, striving, hurry, uh, harried, um, overwhelmed, trying to achieve, trying to accomplish, trying to move people onto our agenda, trying to get people to get out of our way. So all the types live in this world of striving and attaining and achieving and worry and doubt and fear and suspicion and vigilance. And okay, that's not your world. The nine world is the world of the hundred acre wood. Okay. Um, the, if you were to go out, for example, and sit on a rock in the middle of a a meadow deep within the forest with a creek a brook running alongside of you or a river or a lake running alongside of you and there's birds and there's trees and there's maybe some wildlife off in the distance Uh, that's the world of the nine which before you get you know, overthinking this, just realize that's the real world. That is the real world, the world of nature, the world of beaches and sunsets and sunrises, the world of um, forests and deserts, streams, wildlife. And what's amazing is that world, the real world exists right outside our door. And anytime you want to go into that world, uh, you can go into that world, take your shoes off and put your feet in the grass or put your feet in the sand. That's the world of the hundred acre wood. That's the world of the nine. And nines, you're supposed to inhabit the, that world, the real world. While the rest of us inhabit the world of promotions and overcoming and accomplishing and uh, challenge and overcoming challenges and striving And that's the world that the rest of us live in, the anxious, frustrated, striving, overachieving. Am I loved enough? Am I being loved the right way? How do I make this better? How do I improve this? How do I sell more than I did last week? That's the world of striving that we live in. And you know what's interesting is there's a real sense in which the world that the rest of us live in is the world that, Is transitory you know it's the world of protesting for example right now Um, protesting and arguing and fighting and bickering you know what in a hundred years we'll still be protesting it'll just be different causes that we're protesting we'll still be striving we'll still be but you know that other world that world of peace tranquility harmony that world of of oneness of mindfulness that world of nature that world will still be here long after I'm gone, long after you're gone. It was here long before we got here, and it'll be here long after we're gone. After all the headlines in today's newspaper are, are over and done with, and we move on to new headlines, new tasks, new responsibilities, new anxieties, that world of the 100-acre wood will still be here. And anytime we want to enter that world, we can. And the keepers of that world are the nines. The keepers of that, of that environment are the nines. And nines, you can sometimes come down into our world and pick up our energy and start to think to yourself, man, you know, I should really be more like a one. I should really be more like a three. I should really be more like a five. You can enter into our world sometimes at conferences, sometimes through seminars. Sometimes just by being around the rest of us and you pick up our energy and you start to feel that need to change and be different and, and to strive and, and you start to feel that anxiety of the six and you start to feel that, that need to improve yourself and that need to accomplish and set yourself apart and, and be unique and special. The more you're around us, the more you start to pick up our energy um and you start to feel that need to to be something other than you are and that that might stick with you for a week or two you come home with a binder filled with ideas from the latest conference you went to of how you can improve yourself and accomplish more and make more sales and be more productive and that that will carry you through for maybe a week or two but then you know what happens, right nines? The the binder ends up on the shelf and um, the motivation begins to wane because it's not really true to you. That motivation to accomplish and to achieve and to set yourself apart and be unique and understand everything, that that motivation is not genuine to you. And so the binder ends up on a shelf and then you sit back again and lean back and think, well, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm just lazy. I guess I'm just, you know, never going to accomplish all that other people accomplish. So I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what, what, what my goals in life should be. I don't know what my purpose in life should be. Your purpose in life is to be the keepers of the hundred acre wood. Your purpose in life is to live in a perpetual state of peace, harmony, serenity, and tranquility. And the more you spend time in our world, the less of that you're going to have in yours. But then it's not just to live in that peace and live in that harmony and in that oneness, but it's then to bring that into our world there's your mission and there's your purpose and there's your reason for existence is to bring that tranquility and to bring that harmony and to bring that that uh, mindfulness into this other world the world that we inhabit right because look around at this world people are striving and fighting and arguing and conflict with each other and nobody's what listening to anybody else. We're all so absorbed in our own perspective, looking at life through our own lenses, that we can't even begin to see life through somebody else's perspective. And that's what you nines are there to help us do. You come down into our world. You come out of the hundred acre wood and you bring the rest of us together and help us to, to see each other's perspective. You mediate our conflicts. You, br- you come out of the 100-acre wood and you bring that peace and that harmony with us. And no matter what job that you may find yourself in, you're gonna be a harmonizer. When you're healthy, when you've spent time in that place of peace and tranquility yourself, that garden, you're gonna bring that garden values into this world. And so maybe you get a job as a teacher and you're working in a school system. And you look around at these kids and you see, man, these kids are so harassed. They're so hurried. They're so, uh, that many of them are scared and and um, suffering in this world. Disconnected from one another and disconnected from their families and broken and in and toxic homes. And, and some of them are being yelled at. Some of them are being mistreated. And what are you there to do as the nine? To bring peace into this troubled world, to help this child realize that, that in spite of all the craziness that they experience in life, in spite of all the, the difficulties and hardships that they, that they endure in life, um, to bring a sense of harmony and peace into this toxic, broken, scared, frightened, alarmed, vigilant, unsettled world. That's what you guys do as nines. You bring that peace and that sense of tranquility and that sense that no matter how much you think and worry about life, life has a way of unraveling itself. And that all of this overthinking and all of this overstressing and all of this anxiety and worth aren't necessarily all that productive. And that all of our worry doesn't necessarily make the world a better place. And that when we get out of that worried state of mind is when answers start showing up. When we get out of that striving mode and out of that problem solving, that, that's when we tend to connect with our wisdom. In that peaceful, tranquil state of the hundred acre wood, we, we tend to get our feet in the sand and and our, our our rear end on the rock and the stream around us and the lake and the birds in the air and the wildlife off in the distance, that's when we're in that calm state that we're able to then get in touch with our wisdom, our wisdom thinking that we're out of touch with, that we're not in that fight or flight mode any longer, that we're in that state of calm, peace, surrender that we're able to then really show up and really be present to life and really process the decisions that are in front of us in a calm state of serenity. And that's usually when we make our best decisions. And that's often when the solutions to our problems show up. We've got this idea that the more I worry and the more I fret and the more I focus my attention and the more uh, I strive, the, the, the more busy I am, that the more productive I'll be. But I want to challenge that thinking and say that maybe we're the most productive when we're in a state of calm, surrendered acceptance to life. When we're not resisting, but we're open and engaged. And nines, you guys are that voice. You're that voice to the rest of us who lose sight of how important it is to be centered who lose sight of how important it is to to live in harmony, to to live at peace, and to, to some sense transcend all of this chaos that is in this world. But it's easy for you to, to get pulled out of that hundred acre wood and 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 just become one of us, or try to become one of us, and end up so worried and frustrated and scared and and over focused yourself that you've lost your peace, you've lost your contentment. You look at us and you say, wow, th- these people down here it, it, outside the woods are so, you know, they're so engaged and they're so driven and they're, and they're so focused and, and I should be more like that. I guess I should be more like that. Even though you know internally that, that every time you try to be like that, something within you just calls you back away from that something in that repels you it's because you don't belong there you belong in the 100 acre wood uh in the world of bob ross you know of happy trees and the world of john denver of rocky mountain high that's your world the world of mr rogers the world of the perfect neighborhood the world of walt disney the world of fantasy and kingdoms and and uh, you know frontier land and fantasy land and adventure land and that's your world man that you know what that's the real world you might say well that's the ethereal dream world go look outside in nature that's your world and you need to stand firmly in it and beckon to the rest of us invite us to leave this world of at least at times to leave this world of striving and overcoming and contest and and um, one-upsmanship and com- comparisons and, and uh, to leave that world behind every once in a while and visit you in that state of peace and tranquility because we need that in our lives. We need that. We need that world in our life. We do. We get overwhelmed out here in this wilderness and you need to call us back to the woods to the 100 acre wood to to get centered and refocused and uh, for you to be able to do that and to bring that into our world then you've got to stay firmly planted um in that world of peace and harmony yourself so i hope this helps you guys um i uh i hope that this encourages you and um that you uh live in peace And the rest of us, you know, that aren't nines, we need to get our feet in the grass sometimes and uh, calm down. I think in many ways, you know, the nine not only understands everyone's perspective, but every one of us needs a little bit of nine in ourselves. We need a little, we need to find that nine place um, where we can just get quiet. Sometimes we need to just get quiet and say, you know, maybe I don't need to solve all these problems. Maybe I don't need to speak up every time. maybe I don't need to uh, uh, to voice all my opinions. Maybe I could just maybe maybe this will work out on its own without all of my focus and over focus and attention. And maybe the best thing I could do right now is nothing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, maybe the best thing I could do right now is to not take action. That's so foreign to those outside the woods. It's so foreign to those of us that are striving in life to just be at peace and to just be at calm serenity. But what I think you'll find is oftentimes that's the best course of action. Nine, in a sense, is connected to all of us and all of us are connected to the nine. If in no other way that through the circle, the nine sits at the top looking down on the rest of us and says, come on, guys, come on. Maybe you could just relax a little bit. Maybe you could just find that place of peace. You know, it's five o'clock somewhere. And maybe you could just, you know, just take a moment and put your feet in the sand and just center yourself. You know, I think in many ways, those that aren't Christian that talk about being spiritual and they say, I'm a very spiritual person. And they don't mean, you know, like... What I traditionally think of as spiritual is I carry a giant study bible, you know, and I know Jesus is my savior. And what they mean is is that they mean something different than that, right? And I think what they often mean is I've learned to tap into that nine peacefulness. I've learned to tap into that nine tranquility and that sense of life is not something that i'm making happen but life is something that is happening to me and i've learned to accept that and i've learned to take a more gentle posture in life and a more connected a more understanding approach to all the people in my life in many ways i think when people say that they're moving towards spirituality is in essence they're really moving to that nine place in the hundred acre wood so thank you guys be blessed be present to life and uh i'll see you next time